Clubhouse bonus episode, Making a Softer Impact with Teachers. Hi, I'm Kim LaPree from the Teachers Need Teachers podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, Elite Educators, it's Gretchen here from Always a Lesson. I'm popping in here with a super exciting bonus episode. I have been leading chats on the Clubhouse app, which is an audio conversation platform for months now. I created the Instructional Coaching Club on Clubhouse, and I lead those chats Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, so I sure hope you join us. But if not, drum roll please, you can catch the replay right here. How cool is that? This is a new feature Clubhouse has rolled out, so the past chats we've held are not recorded. It's such a bummer. However, going forward, I will be sharing the replay with you here. Even more professional support for you on your edu leadership journey. So let's dive into the convo. Hey, Jody. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Welcome, Megan. Uh, good. Are you guys out for Thanksgiving break already or not yet? We are, yes. I was wondering because uh, a lot of folks near me are out for this entire week, which is just fantastic. Yes, it is. <laughs> I know we were talking about um, kind of having a softer impact and everything. I'm going to ping some folks in the room so we can talk about different strategies. But while I'm doing that, will you just give a quick intro of who you are and then what made you and I decide that this would be a great topic? Yeah, absolutely. I am Jody Moskowitz. I'm an instructional coach uh, at a middle school in Atlanta, and I also do some educational consulting. Um, I have a background in literacy, technology, project-based learning, all the fun stuff. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, all the things. Um, and yeah, we thought, I mean, we just thought this was a good instructional coaching thing that fit the year, fit the time of year. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll, I'm interested to hear what other people have to say too and share. Yeah. So when we were chatting and we're like, what's timely, what are folks feeling? How can we support? Welcome Becky. Um, I was thinking to myself, well, I know with a Thanksgiving break and then Christmas break coming up. Welcome Kayan or Kayan. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Um, we wanted to, to talk about how teachers are mentally checked out and they're still needing support, but they're like, please do not come at me with one more thing. I'm trying to get report cards done or progress reports done or whatever other things are on their to-do list, but it doesn't mean that we take a back seat and we just stop helping them grow and helping them learn. But there's a way that we know how to adjust our pace, meaning sometimes we got to ramp it up and sometimes we got to cool it down. And so right now is the perfect season to cool things down, but still allow for uh, some impact. So uh, Jody, why don't you hit us with one suggestion here is how we can have that softer impact. Absolutely. Um, I know one thing that we've done is the district is not easing up on, on things that teachers have to do. So we've kind of created space for our teachers to have some time. So I organized half day 
um, PLCs with coverage so teachers could get together and do some of the things that they need to do. Um, you know, looking at the data that's coming in from the district, figure out what to do with it, how to plan for groups, uh, all the things that, you know, good or bad, it's just the expectation coming down. So really carving out that time and trying to help them with resources um, to do to do their work and the work that they need to do. Yeah, and even with the resources, I think sometimes we can just resource dump and yeah. say like, here's all these cool tools or here's all these cool activities I found. And that can be sometimes just as overwhelming as if they didn't have an idea or, or what have you. So to be able to say, all right, I'm trying to be the most helpful I can be here's a tool, here's an idea for how you can work it in, or here's an activity, here's an idea for how you can work it in and help streamline their thinking. I feel like that might help them declutter their brain, feel like, okay, I can, I can handle this. This is a very clear actionable step. <laughs> like I, I, I got this. And then when it comes to follow up, I was even thinking that in itself can be like, oh my God, here comes a coach. Like I haven't had time to do this or give me a break. The kids are acting crazy. They're ready for break too. Um, please don't come in here and watch me. And so maybe we do more support on the front end of planning and preparing for whatever's going to happen. And then maybe we check in with them rather than doing the observation and debrief, the more formal cycle and just say like, Hey, how'd it go? And maybe they're going to be more willing to give things a shot or to be more honest in their reflection rather than us kind of coming in with that intimidating, like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Kind of accountability. Absolutely. I think asking them, you know, what are you doing next week? What do you need? What do you want to do that you don't have, you know, the time for? And then even being able to target those resources based on what they're saying they need and want. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking one fun thing um, to just build some joy into our lives when it's like a crazy week, whether it's like super testing week or week before Thanksgiving or week before Christmas break. I think to do like, especially now with Thanksgiving, it's fun to, to do a thankful for each of your teachers, or if it's not Thanksgiving time to just give some sort of encouragement, especially if you know your teachers and you know what they're struggling with for you to personalize it with, Hey, I know you've been working on call and response in your classroom. And the last few times I've walked by, I've heard like over 70% of your class ready and willing to participate. Like that's a way to kill the game kind of thing. And now they're like, oh my gosh, you, you've noticed I'm doing better and something I used to struggle with. And I'm going to keep this note because I know you couldn't have just write like written 40 of these. You had to specifically write it to me. And that means something to them. And it might just be enough of a, a virtual hug or um, just enough of a suggestion to say, please keep going. Like you're going to do great. And I know you're feeling overwhelmed or you're checked out or kids are checked out, but um, I see you and you're working hard and we're going to push through to the end game. Cause that Jody is also what I wanted to say. Hey, Fancy, that even though a break is coming up or it's a really crazy season for teachers, we want to play full out to the last second of the game. We would never go to any sporting event and say, 
oh, I, you know, they aren't playing the best of their ability. They're all giving up. I'm like, I'm going to stay here and cheer them on. No, you're like, what's going on? Like, come on, guys, get in there. Make sure you do your best and try harder and whatever. And we want that for our teachers. We don't want them to stop short of whatever, you know, give their best to kids every moment of the day. And our way of providing some of these soft impacts are a way to do that. What do you think, Jody? Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, by really building on teacher strengths, it, that can be really motivating. Similar, I love your personalized thank you th idea. We did um, like a grateful week last week and it involved lots of food, um, which I know is superficial, but let's face it, if you don't have to pack a lunch a couple days, it helps. So we did coffee on Monday. I did baked goods, snacks on Tuesday whatever snacky things one day. And then one day I did note cards of, of thanks for everyone in the building. And I, um, and with that, I went and stuck them on their windshield, like at the end of the day. And so, um, just putting those notes similar to you, what you said, they weren't as personalized. Um, <laughs> but it, it was really, it was nice. I, we, it was definitely a bigger hit than I thought it would be. And that made me happy. So I think just letting people know they're really appreciated when, you know, they are really drained. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we feel like as teacher leaders, we need to be super strategic. And sometimes we just need to be people. We just need to be human. Like put the meme in there, make a joke, give a high five, fist pump, hug, whatever. I mean, sometimes that goes longer way than some sort of amazing coaching strategy. So don't overlook a note in the mailbox, a note on the car or whatever. I think that's all great. I was even thinking about um, maybe we would prompt them to try something new, like take a risk and then know that we're, the follow-up is a little bit different. Maybe we skip out on the feedback piece. Like usually we'll say, hey, do you wanna give this a try this week? Tell me when you're doing it. I wanna pop in and see how it all goes and help you through it. And maybe we just take some of that pressure. We turn it down a notch. And so maybe it's like, I really want you to go all out this week. Try something you've never tried before that's gonna change up the vibe of the room. Everyone's kind of tired of the routine, the monotony. This is a perfect chance to just, you know, give a whirl and then vox me or stop by my office hours and, and just tell me how it went. And, you know, if it didn't go well, we can troubleshoot, but I can't wait to celebrate your progress. And speaking of that, sometimes when we end conversations, affirming them, it's already going to go well, goes a long way, right? It's like, I know you're going to do great, or I can't wait to hear how awesome it goes. And when they hear you say that, it's like, wow, they do have confidence that even though I'm stressed out and I have a lot going on, they still think that I'm doing a great job and that I can continue to do a good job. I was gonna ask you about PD. What do you, th are you thinking of getting rid of or stopping professional development at this point in time in the year and waiting till January? Or are you thinking of doing some micro PD? I have no PD scheduled for the next three weeks. Um, most of what I do is either targeted in a PLC or optional, and I don't see 
people really wanting or needing anything right now. So personally, I don't um, have anything scheduled for that. We just have three weeks left in the semester. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe instead of doing anything whole group, maybe just jumping into PLCs and saying, hey, how are you showing your kids that you care? Like kind of our conversation right now about how we're supporting teachers and and supporting them and building confidence and what have you. How are you doing that for kids? And how can I help you think of ideas? How are you sending them off to break feeling confident in who they are, excited to be with their families? You know, sometimes I've been in schools where being away from school can be really hard for kids because they're used to the routine. Maybe they get fed consistently at school. Maybe there's just a really positive vibe with that the teacher has created the community in the classroom and maybe they're not getting that. And so some are a little nervous to go away. And so you might ask your teachers, like, what are you doing to send them off feeling really great and letting them know you cannot wait to see them when they get back? And how are you handling behavior so that kids know that was probably a bad decision. I'm super excited for a break or I just can't seem to concentrate but I am like willing to participate and do my best. Um, thank you for being forgiving and you know, however we handle our behavior right now. So I think however we can extend what we're doing with teachers to what they're doing with kids might really resonate right now. Welcome, Kevin. I was also going to ask you, Jody, about thinking partnering um, versus any observations right now. Are you having teachers decide that they want to just have you come in and help like roll up your sleeves and help or are they getting out and watching each other or is that also on pause right now um yeah there is some of that going on um i touch base with the people who kind of chose to set goals at the beginning of the year with me and work through so i'll be kind of not closing out but closing out for the semester one-on-one -on -one kind of touching base on their individual goals and where they are and where they want to go uh, for the next semester as far as one-on-one -on -one coaching goes. Um, and I, I'll keep, I'll, I do more popping in and out of classrooms because throughout the month I try to get into every classroom, which we have about 70. So it takes, so I will still continue that routine um, just because I learned so much going in there on what people want, need, how to be supportive. And since I'm not evaluative, it's not a really big deal. It's just me kind of getting a feel for everything that's happening. And I wouldn't wanna pause that for three weeks um, because that's a long time. Yeah, I think this whole idea of having a softer impact just means that we're doing a lot behind the scenes that we might not do, be doing right in front of teachers, meaning, we're prepping and planning for the next quarter. We are getting all our resources that teachers might need or have access to. We are popping into classrooms just to be vis visible and roll up our sleeves and help any way we can. We're building relationships with kids, building relationships with teachers, filling their cups, whether it's notes in the inbox, notes on the cards, on their cars, any way to just be relevant, be visible and continue the work we're doing without being in their face, like you and I talked about before, um, right now is, is the time to still be there when they need, to give them a soft push when they need it, to be there so that they don't convince themselves that they can just coast 
till whenever they're out for break, whether it's for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, that these days and these hours still matter. Uh, I might not have to be in your face all the time observing and doing a full coaching, coaching cycle, but I can still be there helping and supporting you. And it's just going to look a little different. And I think the more that we sit here and chat through, welcome, Julie, different ways to still show up and be, be present and still support them is really important. So I'm glad that you and I decided that this was really relevant to chat through tonight. Jody, if you would give us one strategy that you are thinking is going to be really impactful for December. So thinking about after Thanksgiving, they're coming back, how we're going to help keep that momentum strong throughout December. What would that be? I think looking for opportunities to support in ways that are meaningful for teachers. So where they feel like whether it's covering for a class or um, getting materials that I know they need ready, but really doing some things that just take, you know, I think at this time of the year, anything taken off of someone's plate is helpful. And so supporting in that way. You know what that reminds me? I had a coach one time say to me, guys, I know that you have a lot going on right now and I feel like I'm in your way, but I have time and I've got two hands and I am ready to work. How yeah. can I support you? And I think if we come at it, like we've got these three weeks, I have my idea of how I can support you, but I certainly don't want to be <laughs> all up in your way and stressing you out even more. Please tell me what it is that I can do. And you might have teachers not respond. And so maybe those are the folks that you actually pop in their rooms and say, Hey, everything going okay. Is there anything that I can help do for you right now? Um, what do you have coming up for you or popping into PLCs and saying, guys, I'm just here to, to support you. We got this. What's on top for you right now? Meaning like, what's the most stressful thing you want to talk through, think through, uh, you know, chat through whatever obstacles. That's the kind of support that I think is really responsive. I know a lot of the strategy we talk about with coaching is effective and it's important, but sometimes when these tight deadlines come, like these holidays are coming, you've got to get grades in or you have to get all these assessments done or whatever the rush is, it doesn't mean that we, it's, it's not a pass for us to say, okay, teachers are busy, I'm not going in. But it's also a moment for us to pause and remember that we are trying to help grow and support human beings. And with that comes an acknowledgement that there's a lot happening in their brains and in their worlds. And the only way to truly motivate them is to give them time and space. But you can still help them grow through other ways, meaning you're not doing a normal coaching cycle. And so you might be doing more behind the scenes of motivation or, hey, I know you're working on this. I'm going to slide you an article. They can read it. They can take you up on it or not. Or maybe you pop in for five minutes instead of 30. Or maybe in a PLC, you let someone else lead and you're listening and guiding and making suggestions instead of leading the meeting yourself or instead of pushing a major data dig when they've about had it or whatever it might be to change up your strategy. It doesn't mean that we are weakening um, our impact but we're attacking from a new angle, a human side, a way that respects the stress and the overwhelm. And I don't know, I guess the, the only way to describe it as we've been talking tonight is a softer impact. Uh, we're not giving up, but we're gonna try things different, right, Jody? 
I mean, people really appreciate, I think, being acknowledged and when we know what support they need or when we ask what support they need instead of kind of coming at them. So absolutely. And feel free y'all to come in and share your ideas for how you're supporting the next six weeks or so. Or feel free to ask questions. The little airplane there, you can type it in if you don't want to come on stage. That's totally fine. But we just want this to be a place for us to support you and help you think through who you're supporting and what's going on. We've talked a little bit about micro PDs instead of doing a full-on PD, partnering with teachers instead of the normal coaching cycle. Maybe we're prompting them to take risks instead of providing an idea and then giving them feedback on that. We talked through infusing joy and sharing how you're thankful for each person and rolling up your sleeves and lending a hand. Uh, we also talked about providing resources with a very clear action. So instead of saying, here's 10 tech tools, it's here's one and here's one way you can apply it. Streamlining our ideas to make their life a little simple uh, certainly seems to help in this time of the year. Jody, anything else from you? Goodness, that's a pretty good summary. I would love to hear <laughs> if anyone else want, can share some of what they have planned. I'll invite some folks up too. Yeah. Look at us with our wait time, Jody. I know. <laughs> you can tell we're educators. <laughs> I mean, it's also vacation, so I feel like people's brains are getting into that mode. Totally, but, totally. I Welcome, Becky. Becky. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy almost Thanksgiving. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> are you working this week or are you off already? I am working Monday and Sunday. Okay. Well, give us um, some ideas of um, what you are thinking of doing to help support. Well, um, really, in my job right now, I won't be working directly with teachers this week, but I am not aware of any um, training that is planned for Monday or Tuesday of this week. And um, I know they have a few things planned in December before we go home for Christmas, but most of them are around supporting our ongoing initiatives, not doing anything new right now, just check-ins. And um, I know we've got some assessment going on in December. Um, we have to, because our legislature passed that we have to, do formative assessments three times a year and report them. We have to do our second assessments in December so that we have our scores ready to go in by the next deadline. So that's going to be going on. But no, no big new, nothing new before Christmas. That's, that's the important thing. Yeah, and I'm wondering how we, knowing that we're trying not to roll anything out or make any waves, Becky, what are you doing when you're mentioning like any other soft supports to teachers popping in or are you doing notes of encouragement? Or are you having them partner up instead of you coming in to partner? What are ways that you're still kind of driving their growth instead of um, a hardcore coaching site? Where I, well, I, I know that our instructional coaches, they are meeting. Um, they have meetings weekly, 
um, the actual coaches do, and um, they are are meeting with their teachers weekly and doing a lot of um, check-in supports on our two big initiatives, which are um, continuing to implement um, the new literacy curriculum and also um, our work with um, learning progressions that they're that they're doing with Dr. Danielle Dickey. So um, I, I'm trying to remember right now if he's coming in before Christmas. That's what I can't remember. I know I looked at the, they revised the schedule and sent it out Friday. And I can't remember if he's scheduled to meet with them before they go home for the break or not. I have to go back and look. No worries. Just trying to think if there's any additional avenues that we can share tonight that will encourage coaches or teacher leaders to continue to show up and support without feeling like they're stepping on toes. And we were, Jody and I were joking behind the scenes, like without being in their face, you know, <laughs> coming on too strong. Welcome. Kayon, am I saying your name correctly? Please correct me. What, how do you say your name? Can you hear me? Oh, can oh, you hear me? There you go. Yes, yes. Go okay. ahead. It's Keon. Keon. Darn it. Yes. I got it now. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on. Welcome, Marnie. So can you tell us a little bit more about your role and then how you're thinking of making a softer impact? Well, I'm an instructional specialist. This is my second year. The first year was the COVID year. So it was more of putting out fires versus actually coaching. It was a lot of class covering and, you know, more of the just let's survive because at any given moment we had 25, 30% of our teachers out. So this year with um, being in the actual role more consistently, um, we are learning how that looks with a lot of new initiatives. So when it kind of pinged up with the subject, I was like, I really need to hear this. Uh, and it's kind of what you were saying. So I took uh, wrote some notes about things that I can do on the way back. It's almost like a reset because there is there are certain things that's coming down that I have no control of. You know, sometimes as coaches, we can buffer for the teachers and say, hey, they're doing this, 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 this. How can we not add another thing? And then sometimes these are just things that the district requires that have to come. They have to happen. You have to support. So just looking for um, more ways to support them to where it's not the feedback cycle, which is kind of what I've been doing. Hey, this is what we're doing. I'm come back, give you feedback. I'll come around. So more hands-on support. I took that away. But just any advice about like resetting. Um the relationships almost, because when you have these things, uh, sometimes your team sees you as part of admin versus teacher support. And I never wanted to be the coach that was a part of admin. While I work with them, I'm there for teachers and students. So there's kind of like <clears throat> on campus, and I'm sure it's, it's not just specific to my campus, but they'll meet. And then when you meet and it's negative and it's complaining, that's kind of like the mindset. And so kind of working our way out of that towards 
No, we're here together. What do you need? What can I do to help? Versus being upset about some things that we just can't change. Data means we just can't change those, but how can we uh, work together to make it less stressful? So good. So I have some ideas. I'm thinking a more personalized approach makes sense right now. Everyone's going to be all over the place with what they can handle, what they're interested in, in terms of engaging with you. And so you're mentioning a reset. I think, yeah, this is a perfect time to just establish expectations. Maybe you set up one-on-one -on -one chats and maybe they're super quick and maybe they're done on Zoom or office hours. They don't have to be in person because I know everyone's trying to get things done in their classroom and bounce to mm -hmm. the next thing. But maybe you say, Hey, I just want to meet with you, reestablish what are your goals and are we meeting them? So it's not, Hey, how are you achieving based on the rubric the district's giving you? And Hey, are mm -hmm. you doing what the school is telling you to do? But Hey, where are you with what you wanted to accomplish this year? It's already mm -hmm. been a full semester. Like, are we making progress? And if not, it's time for you and I to recalibrate and figure out what you need to do and how I can support you in doing those things mm -hmm. so that this comes to fruition. You'd hate for a teacher to feel like they wasted a whole year and they never got to do what they wanted to do or they never really grew into the person they knew that they could become. So this might be a perfect chance for some one-on-ones instead of meeting with grade levels or instead of talking about any group initiatives, anything that would apply to everybody maybe now's the time to just put that aside and come at it one-on-one. -on -one. Hey, I know mm -hmm. that you are really great at this. Or do you feel like you're implementing that on a consistent basis with your kids? No. Mm -hmm. Why? What's getting in the way? Do you feel like you have, you're having to follow your team's plans all the time? Or do you feel like testing is really throwing off your mojo or, you know, how can I help you become more of you? How can your personality come out and shine? Or, um, have you had that conversation you've been wanting to have with a parent or do you want to run through a mock conversation or, um, have you really been able to try personalized learning or some project-based learning or, you know, what's, this is the perfect chance these next few weeks that are a little wonky to give something mm -hmm. a whirl and just chalk it up to being like, well, it's already crazy, you know, like, let's just try now. Um, and so maybe your teachers will look at that as, oh, I, you know, I wasn't really sure if I could trust you or I wasn't really sure how I could work with you, but now I feel like you're on my team and you're rooting for me. And mm -hmm. I feel like you and I are aligned with what I'm trying to do and not just be an employee and a cog in the machine that you're like really trying to help me become the best version of me. And mm -hmm. I think that will give us some momentum, not just into December. So we finish strong, but into yeah. the new year. So when they come back they're they're thinking I'm really ready to now dive into a coaching cycle. I am ready to give it my all and, and do some of the normal coaching work that she's been asking of me, but I've been hesitant because now yeah. the investment from her is there. So what do you think about okay. some of my suggestions? And then I'll pass it to Jody. Uh, I think that could be helpful. Um, especially the, cause we did do goal setting and the goal setting revolved around just what we're kind of in the thick of now, uh, as far as planning or, um, student progress or whatever their goals were. So I think that would be a personalized way to kind of one, sit one-on-one -on -one in um, relationship building. And then two, uh, kind of ensure that it's not, like you say, a group, let's come together and meet about this board. It's more personalized and go from there. What would they need over the next few weeks? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad that you're thinking that there might be something you could pull away there. Jody yeah. or Becky, I'll pass to you. Do you have any insight in terms of Keon being able to reset with her teacher? I'm a huge advocate of personalized learning for teachers also. So whether that's one-on-one -on -one or per PLC, but really targeting what they need, whether it's resources, technology, um, support on a strategy, whatever it is, but by really, um, it could be through a questionnaire or a form or whatever, but really giving them what they want mm -hmm. as far as support goes. Yeah, uh, let me, I'll jump in here too. This is Becky. In fact, Gretchen, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago um, because I know that is a big shift we're making as we are finished, you know, as we finish up that first quarter and really looking at personalizing the professional learning that our teachers are, are receiving and getting their input into what they are what they feel their needs are right now and being able to give them um, options, um, choices in the professional development that they're going to be doing the remainder of the school year. So this is a really good time, especially right before Christmas. If you haven't done those kinds of surveys with your teachers to do that, to get their feedback on the professional learning they've had so far and where they're professional learning communities, what they've accomplished this year, and then looking at what other supports do they need now to reach their goals that they've set for the year. This is just the prime time to do that. This is Becky. I'll pass it back. Do you hope that was helpful? Yeah, I think all of these suggestions help reset for sure. Yeah, that was, I was on mute and talking, classic Zoom behavior. But yes, thank you all. Okay, good. That was helpful. <laughs> I've done that numerous times. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so I'm glad that you brought this up because this pushes us to think further about, I, you know, usually we think we need a break to reset, but sometimes, especially these next few weeks that tend to be shorter weeks, or we know we've got conferences we're attending or there's some special events at school and you know we're not on a normal schedule might be the perfect time to send that survey or check in one-on-one -on -one or again just do some of the human side of coaching that we don't get to do a lot um, so thanks for the push thanks for the question this really gets us to think more of that that soft impact that behind the scenes stuff that we can get going, we can get planned, we can get ready and prepped for ahead of time while still being available, still being visible, still being there to root everyone on. Jody, what else from you? I think that with that professional learning aspect, if we think about sometimes a quick, just helping someone do a little something is helpful, but thinking about deep dives. So what they need, what they want that can extend through the semester so that it's not just like a quick learning and then no follow-up, but really being able to go deeper into some high quality learning so that they feel like they're getting something really worthwhile um, on an ongoing basis. So learn something, implement it, 
maybe get coached on it, all the things, but really focused on whatever it is that they are wanting um, for the semester. So back to that resetting of goals and then how are we going to spend the semester getting there? Because um, sometimes it feels like we kind of jump from thing to thing. And I think a deep dive into whatever it is can be really helpful. I even just wrote down a tease for whatever's coming. This is the perfect time to get folks excited to come back. So even though they're super excited to get away for a few days, it would behoove us to let them know, hey, this is what's coming down the pike and it's going to be pretty amazing, pretty exciting. Get ready for it. So maybe over break that even encourages them after they've rested and relaxed and recouped that they are getting excited for what's to come. So when they come back, they're not dragging, but they're enthusiastic. They're ready to take on whatever this new thing is that we're going to be doing. So thinking about, okay, what is coming and how can I make it sound super fun and get them hyped up and ready, kind of like a commercial for the next few weeks or the next quarter or what have you to, to get them just excited to be part of this and for what's to come and keep them wanting to learn more instead of being super excited to exit, which I mean, we all sometimes need to unplug and just get the heck out and take our break. And I'm an advocate for that. I want them to disconnect, but I do want them to be ready and to be excited to come back. I don't want them to dread it. So the more that we can drum up some of that excitement, I think might be a good idea. What do you think? Absolutely. You know, so much of it is mindset. And so if something's coming you know, around the bend to be excited for, I feel like that just subconsciously makes us so excited and um, wanting to get back into the work. And that changes things. It changes our mindset. It changes our energy level. So absolutely so important to have some really neat opportunities to be looking forward to um, instead of kind of being, you know, just dragging, which the season sometimes brings. Yeah. And they feed off our energy too. So if they can tell that we're winding down, they're winding down and now kids are winding down. So we really have to protect the energy of the school. We got to show up ready to go. We've got to show up hyped and ready and excited and our best foot forward so that that then translates to them. Uh, I did pin a link to the top there. If you guys have not grabbed your ticket to the virtual coaching summit over winter break, there is a replay. If you want to just spend time with friends and family and catch it later, that's totally fine, but didn't want you to miss out on that. Jody, how do we connect with you so we can continue learning from you? Absolutely. Um, Twitter at Jody Moss is probably the quickest and easiest. I'm going to pass it to Becky and Keon. If you guys want to share how to connect with you since you're on our stage too, I'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Gretchen. You can, um, I live mainly on Instagram and I also have um, a community for teachers over on Facebook that is growing called the Schoolhouse Teachers Community. And I'd love for you to join me there. And, um, and you can always find me, uh, I'm here on Clubhouse or in um, uh, on Instagram, I'm at Schoolhouse Mentoring. 
and I'm here on Clubhouse on Becky Dukes on Wednesday nights. You'll find me in the Teacher Talk with the Exclamation Point Club here on Clubhouse, where we meet every Wednesday night and provide um, support and professional development for teachers. 8.30 on Wednesday nights, um, Eastern time. So thank you so much. You are welcome. We meet here every Sunday night at 8. Next weekend, we are going to take off to celebrate Thanksgiving with our families. But Jody, thanks for modding with me. I think this was a great topic to make sure that we keep the impact coming, even though we feel like we might get a little pushback. So I appreciate you sharing all your tips and tricks. And to everyone in the audience, thanks, Catherine and Meredith. You are new to this chat. There is a replay available, so I hope you catch that. I also will share it on my podcast, the Empowering Educators podcast, later this week. Um, Jody, thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. Always so fun. Of course. I'm going to make you come back. So I'll be in your DM setting up another chat. Marnie, good to see you as always. Becky, thank you for coming up and chatting. I hope you guys have a great week. Rest and relax with your family. And don't forget to tell your teachers how thankful you are to work with them. Go be great. All right, Elite Educators, I hope you found value in that Clubhouse chat. All resources mentioned will be in the show notes. Just visit www.alwaysalesson.com, click on podcast, and find this bonus episode. Wishing you an empowered school year. Go be great.